Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi. My name is Stephen King. I've written several motion pictures, but I want to tell you about a movie called Maximum Overdrive, which is the first one I've directed. Wow! A lot of people have directed Stephen King novels and stories, and I finally decided if you want something done right, you ought to do it yourself. It was my first picture as a director, and you know something? I sort of enjoyed it. I don't know. I just wanted someone to do Stephen King right. You want a war? You got one. I just want to get the hell out of here. So come and spend some time with me and my friends at the Dixie Boy. Spend some time in the dark. Please don't let us be in the dark. I'm gonna scare the hell out of you. And that's a promise. You're gonna get us in an awful lot of trouble, man. We already in trouble. Maximum terror. Jesus coming in years. Maximum king. Maybe tomorrow will be our world again. Dino De Laurentiis presents Stephen King's Maximum Overdrive. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. Woo!
everybody. Welcome to episode uh, 163. Uh, a little explanation here before we start. Uh, I got really hurt yesterday. <laughs> really, I'm, I've become a 77-year-old man. Uh, we, this is Monday. We're recording on Monday. We usually record on Sunday, but uh, Saturday, what, what had happened is my parents live by a woods. And a big tree fell into a tree on their property, so they had to call and get it all chopped down, and it was all laying on the ground. So Sunday, me, Dad, uh, my sister, her husband, and his family, and a bunch of other people were coming out. We were going to cook out and drink all day and chop the wood up and have a big bonfire. So about three hours into it, I lean over to pick up this log, and and I, I fucking rip. Or I didn't rip, but like I tweaked like my sciatic nerve, whatever that is. And I yeah, my wife oh, was man. explaining what that is because she's hurt that several times. It's fucking horrible. I've never had like a, a serious injury in my life. Never broken anything besides like a finger and a toe. But this is horrible. I I've got I'm on. I, I had to go to the hospital. I couldn't fucking stand. I, all I could do was like bend over in pain. I couldn't straighten up. And the guy's like, yeah, you fucked your, you jacked your sciatic nerve up and it's going to be a while. So he gave me some pills and which I, I don't like taking pills at all. It kind of freaks me out and give me some yeah. Vicodin and, and some other stuff, but it really hurts to sit and I, I, I got to get up and move around like a lot. So tonight we're just going to do a commentary for maximum overdrive, which was our previous plan since it was a holiday. And sometimes we do commentaries on holidays. So seeing as how I am a 77 year old man that literally it, it sucks, dude. It takes me like, like a minute to get up out of a sitting position. Did they give you an idea how long you're going to be like that? He said, if you, if you keep it, I have to take these bike in, which I don't like to do. I have to do that. I have to, uh, I've got a heating pad I have to use for like a half hour and then switch to, Ice pack, uh, ice pack. And I gotta alternate it. It's like a, he said like a week and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm off work. He put me off work for the next three days, which I don't like at all either. But I think I'm gonna go to work tomorrow anyway, cause I'll lose my vacation day. Or my holiday pay if I don't. So I'm just gonna say, you know, fuck that doctor. I like, I like money too much. I'm going to work. <laughs> I hope I don't get in trouble. But yeah, it's about a week. I, I hope I'll be fine by next weekend. Yeah. I could get up, like, getting up and getting down is, is terrible. It is, it hurts so bad. Once yeah. I, once I get going and walking, it's fine. It's just getting up and getting down and it sucks. But you had a 40th birthday party. Surprise! Yeah. <laughs> I was beyond surprised, honest <laughs> to God. Like, I didn't know it was going on because I, I even said Dan because I was hanging out with Dan the night before. And I was just like, because the wife told me, oh, yeah, it's so-and-so's, it's going to be at her cookout. And the whole week, I was not, like, excited to go. I was just going to drink my ass off. <laughs> and and when I was talking to Dan, Dad's like, yeah, I'm going up to my mom's cabin tomorrow. Nobody's going to be up there. I'm not doing anything. And it was just, I looked at him, I looked at him Friday night, and I was like, dude. I'm driving to Evan City. 
was like, I don't care. As soon as I drop the kids off, I'm driving to Evan City so I can just get shit faced. <laughs> what was with Zadaprint Dan? Yeah. <laughs> and of course, when I got there, I realized, hey, it's a surprise party. And this is just like, just I'm weird about my birthday. I just you're you know fucking I mean? old, dude. You're forty. Yeah, and that's the sad part. That has nothing to do <laughs> with my birthday because I had a couple of people like, "Oh, that's because it's your fortieth birthday." I was like, "Dude, the sad part is, I feel better now than I did at 30. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I don't have a problem with that. I'm just always been weird about celebrating my birthday. So when it came earlier in the month and it was quiet. And I did nothing except just sit there, order pizza, and went to sleep. I was like, I was happy. Yeah. So, but I still drank my ass off <laughs> Saturday, and uh, Crown Royal got busted up, and then somebody brought Kraken. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, that's spiced rum, isn't it? Yeah. And the wife was like, about five o'clock, she's like, uh, just give me your keys. <laughs> <laughs> and the sad part is, I still made it home. Did okay. I was surprised I wasn't hung over, because I was putting them away. Because, uh, of course, Dan and Chuck and other people like out were there, and like, in the first 15 minutes, Dan's like, is that like your third beer? Yep. Okay. <laughs> You're weak. Dan, Dan, in the first 15 minutes, Dan's like, uh, I don't know if I could catch up to this. <laughs> He's like, I gotta drive. Oh shit. I do have a, I, I do have a, uh, 40th birthday present for you. Oh, thanks, man. In the mail. You're gonna shit your pants. <laughs> I got your movie all wrapped up, ready to go. I just gotta mail it. I have a movie. Oh, Matango. Okay. Yes. The Matango saga continues. <laughs> but I was curious, did you get your laser disc working? No, I did not. It's weird. <clears throat> I don't think it's broke, but they're, I have figured out that in, it, cause John told me, okay. And this was the other thing, another reason I was kind of like, not up for the party on Saturday because I was going to have a laser disc day. Or... Yeah, yeah. It's just like literally sitting there um, messing with the laser disc player. I at one point I had it hooked up to the TV in two minutes, and it's not the power comes on, but it's not even opening. It's not doing anything. It's telling me no signal. Uh oh. And what's up? Oh no, I'm just talking about your. Oh your yeah, the laser disc is telling me no signal. So I'm just like, what the fuck? So I take it apart and I, you know, put the TV back and I'm like, I email John. I'm like, dude, I know you said something about it locking or something, which I still haven't figured out, but I think I figured out. Like the, the opening tray locking? Is that what you're? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. And I can't, I still can't get it to open. Uh oh. Uh, but I don't think it's broke because after I was like speaking to John through email, it just, I gotta figure out something, cause I was sitting there, and I went on Google, so I started looking up, like, the Laserdisc player itself. Mm -hmm. And I, all I just kept finding is people wanting to sell the same Laserdisc player on eBay. And that's all I kept finding. And 
John basically says, he's like, look, if it's locked, it's not going to give you a picture. It might not even tell you, uh, he's like, it's, it might not even give you a signal to even let you know if you have it connected correctly. I was like, okay, well, that makes a lot of sense. And he's like, you just got to find the unlock switch. Well, there's this little thing in the front as like it's nine numbers going across. Like you open it up and there's nine numbers inside. But Weird. I've, yeah, I've tried everything. I can't get it to work. So of course I'm on Google. I'm trying to go through the links of everybody trying to sell laser disc stuff. And no, I do not want to buy the fucking handbook or whatever it is for 1350 that everybody seems to have except me, but doesn't want to tell me. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Of how to unlock this. You know who you need to talk to? That's, send a, send a message to J. Scott. Okay. From Profondo Cinema. That dude knows, he, he could probably tell you. Okay, cause it, cause I think, like I said, I don't, I think it works, all that stuff. It just makes a lot of sense that it is some kind of locked. But every time I go into another link, you know, like I'm tracking down stuff. I'm asking questions to the Google machine and they, it just basically keeps saying, Hey, you could buy this off of eBay for $69.95. And it's like, fuck you. I have it sitting in front of me. Just tell me how to fucking work it. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I want to watch the thing on Laserdisc. Still can't believe you got hooked up with all that good shit. That's awesome. I mean, and that's the thing. It's like, even if I never get this to open, I'm like still happy with the laser disc, but it was just pissing me off Saturday because that's all you could find. Like on the internet, it was like, really? It's like, you, it's like, can't you be like everybody else and just start taking pictures in a handbook and posting it? No, you want to sell it. It's just like everybody else. And then I even go on YouTube because you know how everybody puts stuff on YouTube. How you work this, work this. Yep. I find five different dudes that do YouTube videos no sound. All it is is them showing their laser disc player. And the uh, the sixth dude that does have sound I was like, you should be shot in the face. Because dude's like, look what I bought today. I bought Toy Story 1 and 2 for Laserdisc. I was just like, oh, God. Uh. I, just, I put it this way. The wife is lucky the kids were home. Because if they were not, I would have been drunk before noon on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, and I, that was the sad part. I think the YouTube videos was what was upsetting me more than anything. Because just people like, look, I got this laser disc player, and I'm going to play a lame movie in it. (laughs) And it's just like, you couldn't just say, this is what you have to put in, and it works. So, yeah, that's my experience with the laser disc player. (laughs) Yeah, send a a message to J. Scott. If anybody would be able to tell you, he would. Yeah, and like I said, it was was that. But, yeah, I, I I was surprised... A, who showed up, but B, how far, like, the wife was, like, asking people when she told me to you, and Dan's like, oh, yeah, Kyle said he was either going to be coming to this or Horror Realm, and I was like, yeah, Horror Realm's going to be better, especially Mm -hmm. from what I'm hearing now, just, like, (laughs) I said, I just said, apparently Big Bird's going to get raped by somebody now. (laughs) Oh, shit, no. Because Quast is like, he's like, I'm going to be naked, sitting in between T-Shirt Joe and Tim. Wait, Quast is coming now? 
I, I, that's Dan said that isn't for sure thing. And I seen Sandy, who is a really good friend of Quast, who also runs Horror Realm. Uh-huh. She showed up and she gave me a movie called Walking Deceased, which we could talk about next week. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm not making it where you have to watch it, but. It sounds like bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's great bullshit. It, it is a Walking Dead spoof. Oh, okay. That that makes it a little better. I guess. And yeah, next week we'll just do... I'll do Ricochet and what I was going to do. I'm going to do... I'll cover Ricochet and I'm going to do what I was going to cover next week anyway, which is uh, another Denzel joint called Virtuosity, which oh, is Jesus. insane. And uh. you can do Walking Deceased and Shocking Dark. Well, I'll still talk about Walking Deceased. I want to talk about Shocking Dark. Yeah, yeah. And Rollerblade Warriors Taken by Force. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, motherfucker. Because I already watched it. You got to shoot me a link then for that. We'll just talk about a bunch of shit next week. Yeah, well, I will expect you to watch Rollerblade Warriors. I it, it, This is also the weird part. It has been up and taken down off of YouTube twice this past week. That's because you watched it. You fucked it up. <laughs> and I have my own copy of it now. God damn it. Well, shoot me a link for Maximum Overdrive. Okay, here, hold on. I'll shoot you one right now. Okay. Oh, excuse me. Well, I gotta... <laughs> I did say... Ah! Oh, this hurts. I have a hemorrhoid donut. <laughs> <laughs> I have to sit on a hemorrhoid donut. It hurts so bad. Uh, oh, oh man, and it happened, dude. I just literally, the third fucking piece of wood, it was like a stump, probably a, a foot long by like, I don't know, it was probably a 150 pound piece yeah. of wood, and I, I just picked it up and turned and hit the ground immediately. I was like, oh fuck, something happened. Well, yeah, I was gonna say I got just got on the computer last night, and I'm sitting there. I was like, okay, where is he? In, in the hospital. I, I, and that's what it's like. All of a sudden, I go to see what questions we have, and I see I have an email. I'm like, what did you do? <laughs> oh, man. They gave me Demerol in the hospital. Though. That was excellent. Oh, Demerol's good shit, dude. Yeah. You could blast me in the mouth with a fucking shotgun slug and give me Demerol, and I'll be fine and dandy. Oh man, but yeah, I, yeah, I got, all you need to know is, like, out of print Dan and Chuck just gave me boxes of movies. I, I'm gonna have another VHS day sometime in the future, like I did last November. Awesome. Great. Where I just watched all VHS tapes. I got a bunch sitting in my basement already. Uh, and just tons of movies where like, I just asked for that last week. And I wasn't even asking Dan. <laughs> so it's like, that's awesome. I'm not even going to name the title because it's like really big on Facebook right now. <laughs> People talking about it. But there was like, as soon as I see it, he's like, dude, he's like, I don't even know how you do it. And he shows me a copy of Rollerblade Warriors. I was like, this motherfucker's getting watched as soon as I get home. Saturday night, as soon as I like cleaned up, kids are g- going into bed and everything. That thing went in, and the wife's just like, what the fuck are you watching? 
Because <laughs> what's great is Ronda Shearer is on it. It's, oh, no way. Yeah, it is a USA Up All Night uh, episode. And apparently, like, I was looking, like, after the movie was over, I went on the Google machine, and I'm checking it out. Like, apparently, like, Rollerblade Warriors Taken by Force was, like, on USA Up All Night, like, four times within a year. It's fucking Ronda Shear, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it fits, and it stars the blonde chick from Halloween 4 and Bride of the Reanimator. Oh, shit. Ellie Cornell? That- no, no, the other girl. The one that steals Ellie Cornell's... The one that wears boyfriend. the shirt that says cops do it by the book? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, Halloween 4 and 5 can go suck it for all I'm concerned. Yeah, but she's only in 4 because she dies. And yeah, she, I know. In, in most of Rollerblade Warriors, she's in a thong. Okay. <laughs> 100% completely ex- accept. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit, this hurts. My dog. <laughs> Looking at me like, what the fuck? You old, I'm a, I'm a 77-year-old man. Shoot me that goddamn link. Where you got it at? I got, I gave it to you, man. Where's on that? Skype. Did you get it? Here, you want it on Facebook? I'll send it to you on Facebook. I don't know. I can't find nothing. I just sent it to you through on Skype because that's what we're talking. I've got Vicodin in me. Oh, where it go? Oh, oh, here we go. I got it. You sure? I got it. Okay. Okay. So you got it up? I got it up and paused. And we'll, got, we'll yeah, got, me too. Yeah, I got through its little advertisement at the beginning. Yeah, we'll, we'll put a link to this on the, on our Facebook page so everybody can follow along. And here it is, maximum overdrive in one, two, three, go. Oh, Dino De Laurentiis! Dig. Dig. <laughs> Oh, man. I haven't seen this movie forever. Oh, I better turn sound now. I watched part of it... Oh, what was it? Like, Ron Thanksgiving was, I think, the last time I was... This is my this is my Halloween movie. This is the movie I bust out every Halloween. I have no idea why. Just do. I love it. I was going to say, this is the movie, this like... Is, this is Flash Gordon right here. I was going to say... Kirklings. I was going to say, for me, this is the movie that, like, I watch at the beginning of the summer. Every summer. Because this, A, it seemed like it was always on Monster Vision. Oh, yeah. This, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, Coma, and The Fly are probably, like, on Monster Vision a million fucking times. Because I was going to say, because after I found, like, Night of the Comet on USA Up All Night, like, I watched this and Night of the Comet, like, as summer, like, Memorial Day weekend, like, as you're getting into mid-June, these were the two movies I watched like the weekend before we got out of school. William, what a like bizarro fucking place to start a movie is Will, Wilmington. Well, they are in Wilmington, North Carolina, yeah. and I love this sign saying "fuck that. you." Because I always wonder. It, well, of course, Stephen King. <laughs> this is my favorite part. This is the best part. You are an asshole. This machine just called me an asshole. Why didn't Stephen King, like, act? He was good as Jordy Verrill. Don't know. And I will still say to this day, I love this soundtrack. I only like ACDC in this. Really? Only. 
I, I fucking hate, I don't like ACDC at all, oh. but it fits this movie so goddamn good. Yeah, but it does. I will say that, Bon Scott ACDC, awesome. See, I love Brian both... Johnson ACDC, I just don't, it's, I don't care. I love both of them. I love both. I'm a diehard ACDC fan. Bon Scott. I, I love, it. well, I was going to say, I do love the Jack. The, one of the best songs ever. She's got the clap. She's got, <laughs> but it just, I love every, I just love both versions of ACDC. And I was so happy when, like, every, like, you're reading the credits and, like, soon it's coming yeah. up, it's like, soundtrack by ACDC. And this it's is like, basically what the, the Who Made Who album. This is the Who Made Who album. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, a, a couple of the songs they've already had done, but they actually put a couple of songs on here for, like, new songs at that time. But it's all, yeah, Who Made Who, and I'm trying to think there, there's two other ones that are weren't, like, released or whatever yet until this movie came out. I do. I like ACDC in this context only. I, I, and that just goes to, there's a radio station around here called The Bear. It's mm-hmm. the... The butt rock station, the where butt it's, rock. It, it's just butt rock, fucking like Godsmack and and Disturbed and shit like that. Mm-hmm. They are they have ruined me on ACDC, Led Zeppelin. It's just overkill with those guys, and I just turn it. It's fucking horrible. Yeah, see, I was gonna say with Led Zeppelin, yes, I'm ruined on that because there's like there, like you were saying, there's a station here called WDV, and they've ruined me. On Led Zeppelin, like ACDC, I feel like I don't hear enough on there because it, it literally, I feel like I'll go days without hearing it. But I yeah. will go no more than I'd say twenty five minutes without hearing Robert Plant. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it just I is like I used to love Led Zeppelin, and also there's a reason too. I hate Rush completely now. Oh, <laughs> Rush is pretty cool. I like Rush. I don't listen to him a lot, but... I used to be into Rush during high school, and it was just... Oh, D- that lady just fucking eats it out of that car. Yeah, DVE played the bejesus out of it. And they still do. Yeah, the barrel play Rush, but they'll play like Tom Sawyer, and that's about it. No, see, DVE goes through like, hey, we're going to play the Rush Chronicles. Oh, cool. Like, today, and tomorrow. And the next day. <laughs> just, and after that, Led Zeppelin 4. Mm. <laughs> it's just like... I could turn the bear on right now, and I guarantee, like, Enter Sandman will be played in, like, five minutes. Guaranteed. Yeah, see, that's the other Pittsburgh station that will play that constantly. And it just... <sighs> that guy lived, by the way. He's totally alive. He fucking... He's, he stuck that landing. I love these stoner dudes. <laughs> Some fucking impressive stunts. Yeah, this. it is. This fucking watermelon just fucking <laughs> smokes this lady. <laughs> this tennis playing fool. But uh, it, it, what's weird is this place is the exact place Dawson's Creek is shot at. No, who cares? <laughs> Well, just if Dawson's sh- Creek like this, like happened like this, I would watch that show. Yeah, yeah, no, but uh, just great. To, just to give you a term of reference, William Williamton, North Carolina, was like the big place 
uh, for Hollywood films for many, many years. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I know Georgia has, like, a big come shoot your movie in our state tax deal, and Pittsburgh yeah. does too, and, and shit. It's kind of like what Pittsburgh was doing recently, but yeah, Wilmington, North Carolina, literally, it, Wilmington, from what I've been told, was literally at one point a three-light town. It literally had three street lights, maybe 2,000 people, 3,000 people. And then during the mid-80s, like... It just exploded? Yeah, like this movie. Because they would build... Like, it was cheaper for Hollywood to come in and basically, like, build the the Dixie Boy. and. Well, they didn't... This is actually real. They yeah, I know, it, but they the built stuff like this. Yeah. It was cheaper to build stuff like this and... You know, make make the city look like a real city <laughs> than it was to go other places and just build sets. They probably welcome the money too. Oh yeah, but yeah, like the Maximum Overdrive is one of many like hundreds of films that was made there from the mid '80s, and then it kind of started dying out by I think it was like mid 2000s. Yeah, I know Pittsburgh. You you've had your uh, the Tom Cruise movie and. The Dark Knight. Vin Diesel now. Yeah, all that shit. I think Indiana, literally I could name Breaking Away, the the movie with Jackie Earl Haley where they ride the 10 speeds. Yeah. Dennis Quaid. That's an Indiana movie. And Hoosiers. I can't, that's it. Well, I was going to say, like, for many, many, many years, Pittsburgh didn't have any of those tax credits and a lot of that stuff went away. Ex- exceptions like, uh, what is it? Oh, sudden, not sudden impact. Sudden death was Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Inspector Gadget. Inspector Gadget. Um, there was a part of Robocop shot here. Uh, you can really tell Pittsburgh on screen. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was gonna say, but there was like literally, you could name on one hand the amount of movies in 20 years that was made here. And then all of a sudden, like they Knight got, Rider. yeah, they got some of those tax breaks, and all of a sudden everything got made here. <coughs> oh, it hurts to cough. And that's oh, why I said the uh, last witch hunter, Vin Diesel flick. That's a Pittsburgh flick. Oh yeah. Well, it, I don't know if the whole movie is, but a lot of their night sets that's even shown up in a trailer. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yep, drive past that place at least once a week. You know, <laughs> just, there's a lot of stuff in in that because he was around town a couple of times and. Yeah, that's where, uh, not, what is it? It was called One Shot, but, uh, what did they end up calling that movie with Tom Cruise? Oh, Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher, yeah, that movie is shot entirely in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. That it, is, it shows too. Yeah, yeah. It, it just everything. Cause I laughed, cause when he just, he like steps out of that car as he's letting the car float down the road, and he puts on the pirate hat and steps into the crowd. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I could easily see people here doing that. Just <laughs> not questioning it. I was like, yep, fellow Yinzers would allow that to happen. Here comes the stinger. Oh, the stinger! Best stinger music track in... Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah. Besides maybe the Halloween. Because the stinger music comes up a couple of times. Yeah. So when did you get to see this movie? Oh man, my sister and me used to love, this was one, like, this movie, Tron, the black, the black hole, the dark crystal. We used to get 
uh, we used to have this babysitter that would bring over bootleg movies all the time because they had uh, two VCRs. Yeah. They did the two VCR thing. Yes. This was yes. the one we used to make her bring over all the time. We love this fucking movie. This, like, Solar Babies was one of them that she would bring over all the time. Tron, what else? Oh, got Crawl. She had a shitload. I, yeah. I, oh, I fucking love this movie. Bubba Hendershot, baby! He's the best, best redneck in movie history. Only because he has an arsenal of fucking weaponry yeah. in the joint. For no reason, he just does. And he looks kind of like a pig. Whatever happened to Emilio Estevez, man? He this fucking... He's still around. Actually, I believe he just recently did a movie. But I think he became a producer. I know he directed that Bobby movie about uh, Bobby Kennedy getting shot. That was really yeah, good. He's still in the movies and everything. He's still around, but like he went more behind the scenes than anything anymore. There, I'll look him up for you. After, after he after he made a uh, free jack, it was all downhill from there. He had oh, dude, that was just piss poor when he did that. <laughs> I have been wanting to go back and, and see that just because all I remember is Mick Jagger and a race car. <laughs> Some time travel, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, you don't want to go back. It's no okay. minute work. No. But uh, last several years, he's done a lot of just TV series. He has. Uh, recently done a movie called a, a Abominable Christmas and he has another movie called The Public in Filming hmm. that he's acting in but a lot of like since uh, The Mighty Ducks a lot of uh, just TV work more than anything uh oh my dog hates my dog slipping out she hates electric fucking knives but in this TV work, he has a lot of uh, director work. Yeah, he directed that Bobby movie, though. It was really good. Yeah. That was, was one of those six. movies that has absolutely everyone in it. And he's also put down for directing Wisdom. I don't know what that is, but... You've never seen Wisdom. It's another 80s movie. Uh-uh. Yeah, the best way to describe it is he stands in front of a mirror. He tells you everything that just... It's going to go on, go down... And the movie stops as he's shot, and it's him still standing in front of the mirror and goes, yeah, that ain't going to happen today. <laughs> it was it's all a dream. The, it's a movie from the 80s? Yeah, 1986. I've Demi Moore is in it. That. Yeah, Demi Moore is in it. Do the that, robot. Do the robot. Because uh, that's what uh, Dan was like. It, we made Chuck basically spit beer all over a table at the party Saturday when I was just like, I was like, oh, he went all wisdom. <laughs> and Dan just, he loses it. Chuck loses it. Somebody time traveled at your birthday party. <laughs> and Dan's just like, only you would bring up a wisdom reference. I'm going to have to fucking check that out. Yeah, it, like I said, I watched it three times. Like, it was like an HBO thing. Uh. Well, does it get any better than uh, the Bishop of Battle? Never the seen night- it. Nightmares. The oh, Nightmares! Yes, 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 yes. Playing the Bishop of Battle, shooting shit with, well, what's his face? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I love that. It, it that is. See, I always for years 
Like as a kid, I always thought Maximum Overdrive, and like I didn't think Nightmares was as old as it was. Because yeah, it's like '84, I think. I think it's '82 or '83. Oh. I think Nightmares is '83, and this is what '87. Yeah, this is, this is the magic year, 1987. Yeah, and it just—I love this. This is the best. I love this. He <laughs> <laughs> did such a good makeup job on his forehead too. Oh yeah, he just gets fucked. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Man, that guy sells it so... <laughs> it's just a little cheesy now I remember it. That thing needs to grow legs and walk around. Yeah, but come on, 1987? This isn't badass? Oh, this is total badass. <laughs> yeah, vending machine just... <laughs> this kid goes rogue. I remember him. Like yeah. The scene where he's like... Riding his bike through the neighborhood and people are getting eaten by lawnmowers. Don't forget the the, the dog that gets killed by the little remote control remote police control. car. Yep. But yeah, I remember, like after seeing this movie, <laughs> hearing people about going to, oh, I'm going to my buddy's pony league game, or I'm going to see his baseball game, and be like, don't be getting shot by the vending machine. Nope. Or <laughs> <laughs> running over by the random steamroller. Love this too. It's just great. Kid death, we need more of those in <laughs> movies. Just and again, nice. great, great music going along with this. Mm-hmm. He's got, he's got his Team Murray bike gun. <laughs> that bike sucked, it didn't have mag wheels or pegs. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have the five spoke plastic wheels. Nope. This fucking sleazeball. Oh yeah, he played a great sleazeball. He's in something else too. Oh yeah. I've seen this guy in like a lot of shit. <laughs> it's like Richard Dreyfus's older Denver brother. Yeah, it's kinda like the Jerry Stiller and Ben Stiller thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I gotta move. This sucks so bad. Oh man. So what are you going to do? It's going to be hard for you to watch some movies. I'm fine. I just got, it's just, getting, getting up and getting down is a pain in the ass. I slept last night in the, in the recliner and mm-hmm. that was good. The dog don't like it. The dog don't like it because she can't sleep in the bed with me, so. She's a little mad at me, but whatever. <laughs> She'll get over it. It's like a walrus person. Yeah. And I was going to say, this was another TBS classic. <laughs> yeah, no shit. In the later years of TBS, this used to play all the time. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's an LTD right there, large, terrible dinosaur. <laughs> I believe. It's Caddy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Two-door. Oh no, it's, man, those things are long. If that was a four door, it'd be like, he would have rolled that son of a bitch. Dude. Oh yeah, those things are long. If turn like, like that, he would have rolled it. Those things seem to be like 20 feet long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a pervy, he's a pervy church guy. You think he's Catholic? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. This whole world forgot what good manners is. 
Don't piss the Green Goblin off with your Jesus talk. Go be a hot wire champion. That's my favorite one. <laughs> I'll be a hot wire champion of the world because I got the keys right here. I love it when black dudes play rednecks for some reason. It's like, it's, it's funny as shit. Mm-hmm. Like the southern black redneck is awesome. <laughs> Throwing pumpkin bombs all over that fucking joint. Now, have you ever seen the remake Trucks? Which this is the the USA movie, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I wasn't as good as this at all. Oh no, with Timothy Busfield? Yeah. Nah, it was. I mean, it was serviceable, but whatever. It's just not this. This is classic. That is not. Yeah, it, it just, it, even though it was supposed to be more like the original story. And the story's not long at all. No, it isn't. <laughs> but, that, but that was the other crazy thing, is that Stephen King came in and directed and wrote this. And... Yeah, and this is the only thing he ever did, because he had like a really bad experience or something. Oh, yeah, horrible experience yeah. and for anybody that's interested this has the greatest trailer ever oh yeah but i was gonna say um there's a magazine uh out of print of course uh that came out and you used to be able to buy it in the back of the fango and maximum overdrive is featured big time in it magazine came out like right around uh pet cemetery okay and it is called stephen king at the movies and it's all about Salem's Lot. It's about... Uh, Got some graveyard shift in there? No, there isn't. But it's all about some of the Stephen King movies that were made in the 80s and everything. Yeah. And Like a one-shot deal? Yeah, well, just basically Stephen King talking so much, being interviewed about each of the movies. And basically, you just get like this incomplete interview of Maximum Overdrive in there, and just get that. Yeah, Stephen King was not happy with this flick at all. I think he did a hell of a good job. Yeah, but that was the sad part. It's a good job he did. Nobody really supported this movie. This was one of those. I would have been in line in 1987 to see this shit. Yeah, and this was one of those movies that, like, after it came out on VHS and, like, started showing on TBS and HBO, kind of like Beastmaster, all of a sudden people loved it. This This is very, yeah, like, picked up traction Beastmaster style. Yeah. Not to that that height, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was a cable TV flick that people loved watching. But yeah, it didn't get a lot of support. Uh, you could watch this right after the Braves game. Yep. In companies, or uh, the studio that was doing this just did not get behind us. I would be willing to bet that this made a, a, a lot of money. Well, maybe not a lot, but I bet, I don't know, maybe double what it, what it was put out for. Look at it up. Uh, that's what I was doing. <laughs> But yeah, trucks. Oh no, bombed. It was, yeah. It had a butt. Wow, $10 million, $10 million budget. 
Well, look at all the shit they blow up. Only and... made 7.4, wow. Yeah. That's that is nice. fucking nuts. Yeah. It's opening weekend and it made 3.2. Why do I have a feeling it opened against something amazing? Oh, more than likely. Well, but it's still that. It was mid. It was the end of July. It was opening. Uh. Oh well. As of now, I have seen Mad Max four times. Oh really? <laughs> yep. I went Friday once and, and Saturday before I went to chop wood because I didn't have to work Friday. Which, speaking of, did you see like my thing that I put out there about George Miller? A couple of times, George Miller's done interviews. And, like, uh, there was an article where he's just like, yeah, I've had a lot of time. got a bunch of scripts laying around. Mm-hmm. Let's go do Mad Max The Wasteland now. Yes. <laughs> it's like, yes. yes, please. It's like, yes. I'm and I'll, I'll tell you, we, we kind of went on a rant about the CGI. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more CGI than, than – there's a lot more in there than you thought. Not a lot, but a lot more than, than on first viewing that I even noticed. I was noticing it. It's oh, not 90% CGI, though, like some people are saying, because they could right. go fuck themselves. Right, but there was a lot more than even we thought. But as I, I was telling Dan and Chuck that on uh, Saturday, I was like... Did they go see it? Uh, no, but they're going to. Uh, I was like, tally so far, unfriended five people, gained 20 people on out Facebook. Of, out of print, Dan has not seen the rope Mad Max? What the no, fuck? No, he hasn't. Man. Wait, he was planning, like, this weekend to go. Now, here's a question. I don't understand. Everybody's car is, like, fucking revolting. What What about this Reliant K they're driving? Why yeah, it th- it, yeah, that was the one thing I've always wondered since I first seen this movie. Even as a kid, I wondered, okay, why didn't the Cadillac kill the fake preacher dude yeah. before he ever even pitch, picks up the hitchhiker. Who gives a fuck? Because <laughs> then the movie would be like... Yeah, yeah, but it is something because, like, if they were going down this road where this truck almost runs over uh, Lisa Simpson and, mm-hmm. and her husband. It is something to think about because as they're going down the road, the headlights blink of cars that are complete junk. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you do wonder, like, why didn't everything... There's some pretty sweet games in there. He's got Star Castle. I was never a big Star Castle person. I liked Crystal Castles. I was into Gauntlet. Gauntlet. Red Wizard needs food. <laughs> Valkyrie shot Not the, the food. food. <laughs> that was the only time you could legally punch a stranger. If they shot the food, <laughs> you were allowed to punch the stranger. Somebody was playing it. Shot the the potion. Fucking punch that person. This is pretty badass inside, though. This whole truck is fucking awesome. I'm not paying 20 bucks to get my picture taken with it at a convention. Fuck off. Yeah, and it's not even the truck. It's the front of the truck. Yeah, it's the front of the truck that's been, like, redone and shit. Fuck you. It's cool to look at. Mm. I just I'm, not giving, I'm not giving you any money on Kickstarter to uh, I, redo it. I just <laughs> remember being awesome. almost thrown out of Horror Realm a couple Horror Realms ago when this was there. Mm. And I was going to rub my butt on it. <laughs> I'm going to punch the Green Goblin in the face with some keys. Because I was like, hey, everybody, look. I'm going to take off my clothes and just go rub myself against Green Goblin. <laughs> 
<laughs> it wasn't even the convention to even get started. It was on a Friday. <laughs> Everybody's just like, no! I but, yeah. out of Britney and some shit for not seeing Mad Max. I, I don't know, man. Four times, I'm proud of you. Yeah, but as, as I was telling him, it was like... It's better yeah. every time, dude. Yeah, I was telling him, it was like, yep. It's like, I've actually had emails people just enjoying what I said about the movie. I, I just, my Facebook post, and it was like, I didn't even name people, it was just saying, you know. It's like, if you don't like the movie, cool, we can have that argument. It's like, but your first line, you say it's 90% CGI'd? I'm like, Fuck ah, off. yeah, please, just don't exist anymore. Give me your oxygen now. <laughs> But yeah, this I when they talked about this movie being remade, and I was just thinking, what are you gonna make it now? Remake it now? It'd be fucking Priuses and shit, fucking running around. <laughs> Go over and knock them over. Well, look at look at it. Diesel's a buck eight. Yeah. <laughs> Prius came after me. I'd fucking hip check it and just knock it over. But it was to say, I was kind of interested when they were remaking it, calling it Trucks. And then when I heard it was USA, I was just like, oh. Yeah, you, you gotta have some money and they... It just is like, there you go. Yeah, Death Neighborhood, Murderville, USA. Because the, the what you're saying, like the sprinklers come on as this kid's going through. Mm. And then they stop as he looks back. He's got the don't crush your teeth on the on the handlebar protector, but he doesn't oh, have any. Yeah, I had those. Cr- don't crush your nuts protection. <laughs> yes, I had those. Everybody's just murder. It's Murderville. I love this. And even like the kind of War of the Worlds message going on on the radio. Mm-hmm. That's you. There's like nine Yinglings. <laughs> Your dad under a lawnmower. <laughs> Those are all Schlitz hanging out of a styrofoam. Ooh, that guy's poor. This is in the hood. They're drinking Schlitz malt liquor. Even ACDC stops. Fuck that. It's a pretty gory shit. Mm-hmm. The drummer from ACDC must have came through here and murdered everybody. <laughs> love this. That's ah, great. I love that. Well, the Walkman murdered someone. <laughs> Stevie King was just throwing darts at a wall for movie ideas back in this day. He's like, uh, well, what if, uh, 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 every machine came alive movie and he was just, you know, he had that clout. He could just fart out ideas and it just make it happen. But isn't this the movie since he directed, isn't this like where the story of him being all coked up? Oh, this, yeah, he was super coke, coke fiend back then. Cause I, I mean, I can, I never know anyone to prove that, but I would always hear the stories about like he was a super coke dude. Everyone was in the 80s. When this movie was going down. (laughs) I think so. I don't know. Wasn't, this is the movie where someone, didn't somebody get killed making this movie or something like, 
No, somebody lost an eye, got got stabbed in the eye with a piece of wood or oh or something like that, and kind of messed him up, and he didn't he didn't want to ever film the movie again. Mm. Lawnmower massacre that needs to be made. Yes, it does. Ice cream truck massacre. Why isn't William Forsythe in that truck? <laughs> William Forsythe would be in my remake of this movie, definitely. He would be the Bubba Hendershot character of my, of my fucking remake. Pat Hinkle. Yeah. And his buddy, his little toady, would be Tracy Walter. <laughs> Just lighting his fucking cigars. Oh, goddamn. Mm. Just my hemorrhoid donut. But yeah, it just, cause, I don't think Stephen King was originally supposed to direct this. I thought it was, um, um, oh, Die Hard guy. John McTiernan. I saw okay. It. Yeah, cause I, I, I was like, I can't remember the specifics, but it yeah, that's. Be, I might be wrong, it doesn't sound right. Yeah, I remember that being covered in that Stephen King at the movies magazine. It's been so long, but I see it all the time at different conventions, like in people's magazine boxes. The buy. It was like, it, you remember in the late 80s when those movie magazines, like not the Fangos, but like. Like tie in magazines, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like among those. And, I, and that was the reason why I bought it. I can see just fine. Another great kill on screen here. <laughs> Here's a quote from Stephen King about the movie. When asked why he hasn't directed a movie since Maximum Overdrive, Stephen King responds, Did you watch Maximum Overdrive? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Stephen King. This is great. I was going to say, I know he has some hatred toward this flick. That is such a great quote, though. <laughs> yeah, I saw it, and I love it. It's fucking fantastic. And then he would be like, then there's something wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> I think all horror movie fans love this movie. I've never heard anybody say anything bad about it. It's great. Yeah, again, though. again, like a graveyard shift situation where, you know, 90% of the people say it sucks, and we're like, what? Are you fucking crazy? Or you get the people who'd be like, Graveyard Shift? I ain't watching that taxi cab vampire flick. Uh, yeah. Like, no, we're talking about the Stephen King one, and it's usually, hey, I haven't seen that yet. Smoke! Love oh, that. Oh, that's beautiful. Great. Practical effects, ladies and gentlemen. Let's remake this movie, and we'll just throw Mad Max in there and get George Miller to direct. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody would live through that. Even filming that, no one would live through that. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit. But only, like, Stephen King, I was going to say, I know he's always talked about how horrible of an experience this is, and just, like, downright refuses to talk about this movie but like you said every like all horror fans love this movie and enjoy it and i think it's a product of our generation mm-hmm. of growing up on cable tv and everything this was a staple this was a staple on monster vision oh yeah this played constantly as the second movie of the double feature every Saturday. <laughs> yep 
Uh, it would jokes. be it would be the first movie would probably be like I don't know probably Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Yeah, and it would be Maximum Overdrive. This yep. would be on Joe Bob's last call. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I watched Maximum Overdrive, or not Maximum Overdrive, but uh, I watched Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, Joe Bob Briggs Monster version. Mm-hmm. Joe Bob says four stars, check it out. Yeah, i seen that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Suck it, Tim Gross. I know he's a fan of it. The shit he says about it is hilarious. Oh, yeah. It's worth just watching that 30 minutes of Joe Bob talking about Thunderdome. It's fucking hilarious. I I was just going to say, though, you listen to him about a lot of movies, and you're all in. Yeah, you (laughs) fall down. That's an easy wormhole to fall down in. You put Monster Vision in on YouTube, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Just all the stuff that comes up. He did the Howling uh, 2 and... I don't remember what uh, another one I was watching the other day that was really good. It, no, it wasn't Howling 2. It was like 5 or 6 or 7 or some Some mm-hmm. shitty one, and he was just ripping on it. It was hilarious. I, it might have been 7, because I know right before Monster Vision went off the air. Well, he, he was did, really ripping into those fucking TNT sensors. Yeah, well, yeah. There's There was, like, I don't know if that was right before he was done, but there was like a year, like in the middle of the whole Monster Vision craze, where he—that's that was part of the show—is him mm-hmm. just okay. There's nine boobs in this, but you're watching TNT version, so there's zero no boobs. boobs. Zero <laughs> boobs. Movie's lame. It's just, yeah. You know, you shouldn't be watching this on TNT right now. Just, it was that kind of stuff. But yeah, the, I know when he did Howling 7 New Moon Rising, and it's one of the few sh- Monster Visions I watched, like, it was so bad for him watching it that he really didn't have anything to say about it. <laughs> Here it is. Maximum Overdrive, Joe Bob's Last Call, oh, the Return of the Living Dead, Ooh, followed nice. by Maximum Overdrive. And they've got full the full deal on. on yeah, that's YouTube. awesome. Oh, they got the Road Warrior, Highlander, and Seventh Sign. Ooh. Oh, you, like you? They even a lot. Of, there's a lot of stuff that's on there with him and Rusty, the male girl, too. Mm-hmm. Which, if you pay attention, Rusty, the male girl, changes. Yep. One of the Rusty, the male girls, was at that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Festival that I went to in Indiana. Don't know which one. I think it was actually the one that was on the most, the most popular one, who was on until the end. I just remember one was nice looking, and then there was one that really played her boobs up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big time. Miller High Life truck. Love me the Miller Lila Life truck. I got a bunch of Miller Genuine Draft in my refrigerator. Dude, I got a case full. Somebody left at my parents' house the other night when they were chopping wood. Somebody left like 20 cans of Miller in the fridge dude, cooler. Dude, literally, I have like eight cases of beer in my house. Jesus Christ. Gas world. Dollar eight. Jeez. That's what I said. This just right here tells you like... Explains everything. Dollar eight for diesel. Now it's four bucks. Goddamn Bubba Hendershot, I love you so much. He ain't got no right to 
a fucking more verbal boss hog. <laughs> them Duke boys need to jump in there and save that Dixie boy truck stop. Waylon Jennings stops. Oh, they're in a pickle now. What them Duke boys gonna do? These trucks are driving themselves. It's chaos in the Azure County. The Reliant K. Not even outer space comets can take the can take over a Reliant. That's because they were like, "Don't worry." Fuck that car. We ain't messing with that. It's like, give it a year. That car's busting up anyhow. (laughs) (laughs) That 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 is like that is the lasting. Is aren't they uh, part of the AMC fleet or those those Buicks? I think they're Buicks. I think they were, I think Buick was trying to branch off like, like Plymouth. Okay. And the Reliant just was a, basically a fucking non-hatchback escort piece of shit. Yeah. But Reliance died. Escorts didn't. Yeah, cause those cars kind of went, went away. Yeah. And I just love this scene, like this truck is taking forever just to turn, get on the highway, get going. And he can't speed. (laughs) (laughs) It's a reliant. It probably only goes 55. That's it. That's all you're getting. This is really... It gets in here in a little bit, man. It's like a... This would be awesome. Oh, here here we go. Let's take a time machine back to 1987. And we... Because this is basically a siege movie after a while. Yeah. We get John Carpenter to direct this. (laughs) <laughs> How awesome would that fucking be? Assault on Precinct 13. Assault means... on Dixie Boy Truck Stop. Yeah, Assault on Dixie Boy Truck Stop. This is much like a John Carpenter movie, man. Rockin' Store? Fucking, it's a siege movie after a while? It's got a great fucking, like, ensemble cast of... You might get your Ghost of Mars characters to yeah, show we, up we in this. To, we, need to, we need to kick the black guy off and put uh, Keith David in there, though. Oh, you know that would go down. Yeah, that, that's gonna happen. And yeah, Emilio, and we, Emilio gotta go. It gotta be Kurt Russell. And we gotta get, get what's his name? Oh, what's the young dude's name? That's playing Stevie Wonder. I always forget his name. He's in a ton of movies. Playing Stevie Wonder. He's playing Stevie Wonder in the kitchen, in the thing, and he gets yelled at. Oh, T.K. Carter. Yes, T.K. Carter. The guy that did the thing and Punky Brewster and. That's all he's, I can remember. He's done a bunch of stuff actually. I met him. T.K. Carter? Yeah, he was at that Days of the Dead where it was like Thing Fest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How if you, uh, weren't, if you weren't John Carpenter or Kurt Russell, you were there. Or Donald was Turner. he like into it or is it yeah, just... Yeah, it, it who'd they have? They had like all Fuchs, Windows, uh, Nalls, the black T.K. Carter was there, uh, Richard Mazur who signed my awesome fucking Thing fan poster. <laughs> Brad, I talked to him for about 20 minutes because I was like, hey, uh, I heard you were president of the union out there in Hollywood. The president, he was president of the actors union. Yeah. I said, you know, I was really involved in union shit and our shit got shut down. And he was talking to me for about 20 minutes and signed shit for free. I said, thank you, brother. <laughs> Here you go. T.K. Carter has been in over 57 movies and TV series. Yeah, he was in, um, 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 
He hasn't done anything like in the past year. That year Corvette Summer movie that we we covered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like, I've never seen him. He's he plays Bill Cosby in Bad Ass. <laughs> How many women does he rape in that movie? <laughs> but like he's in Domino. Uh, you name the '90s TV series, he made an appearance. Mm. Literally, like you name it, he's been in it. He was also did a voice for Space Jam. Probably a voice on The Simpsons. He was a regular on the Sinbad show. Mm. He was in Ski Patrol. But it's oh, oh man, you you should have talked to him about this. He did several episodes of Turbo Team. I don't know the fucking dipshit car. <laughs> I'm a kid that turns into a fucking Dude, car. he was the voice of Alex. I'm wondering if Alex... <laughs> I'm finding this out right now. Jesus. It was on for one season? Yes, he was. That is so amazing. He was the car? He was the kid that turned into the car. That's ridiculous. He was teenager Brett Matthews. Oh, okay. Fucked up now. Teenager Brett Matthews ran off the road during a thunderstorm into a, a, a two-secret government facility, hitting a laser and fusing him with his sports car. When hot, he would morph into a sports car and cold back into a boy. His two friends and his dog together would solve mysteries. That's the dumbest thing I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> I, I want this. I wanna, I wanna I want realized, this. Well, Lisa Simpson's husband's nothing but bootleg Judge Reinhold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. It was he, like, he, he's in my remake, Judge Reinhold. He's like, we couldn't get, yeah. This is what I, the bazooka for the win, everybody. Yeah. This is where I remember TK Carter from, Dr. Detroit. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised you haven't wanted to do a commentary for Dr. Detroit. <laughs> Where Dan Aykroyd fights Mom. <laughs> yes. Mom. Motherfucking shit up. The toilet paper goes crazy. Get him, Bubba. I could stand a whole movie and just Pat Hingle shooting trucks with a bazooka. It's fucking great. It's insane crap. It's love. Love <laughs> He's just having fun. He's so having fun. Uh, look at that poster in the background. Winston, America's best. If that movie was made today, that poster would be blacked out. Yes, it would. (laughs) Along with the pornography on the wall from earlier. Yeah. Or it'd be kind of like uh, My Bloody Valentine. Another movie was made in Pittsburgh and around Pittsburgh. Actually, what? Catanning, the remake. Oh. The remake, My Bloody Valentine, was made up in Catanning, which is maybe 45 minutes from my house, 50 minutes from my house. And some of it was filmed in Oakmont. In the one store scene, since uh, Utz, Potato Chips and Pretzels bought the rights to be in the film, they're running a store for two nights. And if you pay attention, every stealer imaginable thing is in this store is blacked out. Oh. And there is just like racks and racks of lace chips in the background blacked out. 
if you're paying attention to any of that background stuff. I'm going to have to watch that movie again. I've only seen it once, but I really liked it. And plus, uh, what's-his-face is in it. Jensen Ackles? No, no, no. Tom Atkins? Yep. Yeah, plays the old sheriff. He he kind of plays that character from uh, the original My Bloody Valentine. I wanted to say Tom Atkins, or not Tom Atkins, but Tom Holland, but I knew that wasn't it. No, no, no. This movie just oozes summer, too. Uh-huh. All sweaty Bettys. Ted Nugent should be in this movie or not. I, lo- I love that line. You ain't gonna stick me with that, are you? <laughs> I like it when he's talking to the one guy on the shitter. <laughs> the big fat guy's just taking a shit. Can't you get out of here? Let me take a shit. You got all kinds of stuff down there. <laughs> I ain't allowed to talk about it. I think that's the next scene. I don't know. No, it doesn't show up until uh, they the see fucking the kid. plane. I love this because it has like no bearing on what's no. going on. <laughs> it had to fill ten seconds of just film stock footage of a plane with nobody in it. Yeah, that kid's totally gonna outrun that plane. But literally, this plane had there is no, this plane has nothing. There's no point to this. But it's awesome. They're playing fucking Ride of the Valkyries. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, to bring it full circle, Valkyries, the worst player to play on Gauntlet. I used Valkyrie a lot on the on there. Valkyrie and uh, the elf. The elf. Yeah. Steal the food. Warrior was too small. Here you go. He's talking about shitter. Free some high society, some fine Larry Flint, Flint publications. What is that? Is that like a pack of Trojans pinned up on the wall? I don't know. It looks like a fucking fire alarm. Grenade. Well, what else? (laughs) (laughs) And the old soap dispenser. It doesn't give you soap. Nope. Milo needs some poontang cops. I want some of those. Talk to me, Joey. <laughs> you got everything. Now go and leave me alone, Billy. Taking a poop here. <laughs> I just love and that. he ain't shitting. Like, he's, he built the Dixie Boy out like an old Nazi bunker. He's yeah. Got everything down here. In that whole scene, if you're listening in the background, dude's just pooping. Yep. <laughs> just farting away the whole entire time. But yeah, this is like, he's like an arms dealer. It's Bubba Hendershot. Jesus Christ, Palomino. I'm going to start using that every day. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Palomino. I don't know what to make you, boy. You bright. I know you. <laughs> Keep on being obtuse. He's like a human fucking bloodhound dog, man. Look at him. His jaws. Are... He smelled them. <laughs> Sometimes maybe even college boys don't learn their lesson that they have their chops busted. Do they ever, they don't ever go into what Emilio did to land in jail, did they? No, they didn't. And there's, 
this DVD has been released, I think, what it's now? the worst fucking DVD there is. Yeah, two or three times. The VHS that I bought, like, in 1990 had better picture quality than the DVD that's come out, like, three different times now. Yep. Because the this D, I don't even think it's on Blu-ray. It's just been re-released on DVD. And what was it? That first time it was released on DVD, it had... Like eight, eight special features that were nothing. Yeah, and its cover was like the cover sucked worse than the tr- USA Trucks movie. Well, there was a, a recall on the one on the cover because one on one cover had a dead person in the grill of a truck. Yes, and then I've got that cover. Okay, and they recalled it and did it again, and there was no dead person in the grill of the truck. Damn you, do it! God damn it, do it! I like how wasn't, it, wasn't there something where they couldn't use the Green Goblin something like image that. or something anymore? Yeah, I'm surprised that... Yeah, something like that. I think uh, YouTube has become self-aware because we're watching Maximum Overdrive on YouTube. And it's also recommending that I watch The Hitcher. Yeah. Uh, drive. Killstozer. This is where Emilio's explaining his... Uh, being arrested real quick since you're asking they don't go into full detail yeah. just, like it, right there and when they're in bed together he has like a little 20 second spurt on it but yeah I know what you're saying it's, it's recommending the same things to me too now the question arises did you, it, it, I'm guessing you had a bike when you were a kid right oh yeah and, and many bikes yeah see I only had one I had one that lasted me my whole entire, like, kid life. It lasted ten years, ten and a half years, and that thing, when it went, it just, it basically, it, it was literally like, uh, one of those toys you'd press the button and its arms and everything would fly off. Like, <laughs> literally the whole inside of the, the sprockets, like, exploded. And the pedals fell off. Yeah. And just, it was rusting out. But I had a free spirit, it was called. It was like a generic version of Team Murray or BMX bike. Mm-hmm. What did you have? You should make love like a hero. I had a Huffy. Okay. A green Huffy that was like lime green and had white mags. And there was a couple different versions of it. One was like hot pink. Mine was like lime green. And then I had a black one. I, mean, I, I was going to say, mine was blue and yellow league. and had yellow mags. Yeah, mine, goddamn, I could do some major league jumps on that thing. Wow. But then, uh, like, they stopped from going to those and I got a mountain bike because that was what all the kids had. Mm-hmm. I had. The mountain bikes, I had about three of those because the Jay County Fair, I'd always get my bike stolen from the fair. Always. It was like a, <laughs> a run of three years my bike got ripped off. Because the carnies are thieves. And they steal everyone's bike when they come to the fair. Okay. You'd walk into the, you'd ride your bike into the fair and there'd be like 40, 50 bicycles and they had a fucking rad ass arcade that they would bring to the fair. Ooh, did he just lick her sweat? That's kind of Yes. Gross. I was going to say, I always watch that. No one ever questions about him like sucking the sweat off her forehead. Yeah. But anyhow, yeah. yeah just, the carnies would steal the bikes. Huh. I think the cops busted them one year, like to set them up. Yeah, yeah. See, I only had one bike the whole time for most of my kid life. I only needed one bike. I like 
I, I learned how to ride on my brother's old bike that was so 70s looking. <laughs> it, was, it, it definitely was a bike that rolled off the the, 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 uh, the ca- uh, off a, the Brady Bunch set. Oh shit! Was it a banana seat? Fucking. Oh yeah, it was just it was orange and black, and it was nice. just hilarious looking. Now hipsters would ride around and think they're cool now. You know, <laughs> if it was still alive. But, but that free spirit bike, man, I, like you said, I would take it off of jumps. I was taking it on dirt roads. I rode it everywhere. Yeah, I, I lived and died on my bike when I was a kid. Exactly. And that's I could what go I, from one end of town to the other in an hour. I could go anywhere I wanted. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I rode all over, like, you know, the outside of Pittsburgh with my bike. There was places I went, you know, constantly with that. Every, that just doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, no, every Saturday it was... Oh shit! From, from one end of the fucking town uh, was the video shop. I'd, I'd go through there and get something. I'd ride up to the middle of the town where they had video connection, and I'd rent something there. And the very far extreme end of the other town was Hollywood Video. Yeah, I did that a bunch. You could stop in the middle and go to Marshes that would rent movies, all kind of places. We made you with some superb acting right here when i make my remake of this that's going to be paid by uh oh what's her peewee's chick oh uh yeah I I her name yeah i know who you're talking about yeah because she's done a ton of other stuff too she does a lot of cartoon work mm-hmm I was gonna John say, Carpenter shot right there. Yeah, I was going to say, when I was a kid, I would ride my bike everywhere, and then when I got into renting videos on a regular basis, if I wasn't recording them off of HBO or USA or whatever, I would literally, I would ride down to a video shop called Movie Time every Saturday afternoon, especially when I got my paper route. I'd do the paper route Saturday about 1230. Yep. And then ride down there, I'd be down at the movie store by 132 o'clock pick up two movies, come back home, and watch them. That is exactly what I did. I had my paper route, did it every day, and on Saturday, I would mm. ride, get get something at the video shop, but my favorite was uh, Video Connection, which we only had for about two years, because if it wasn't a new release, if it was a horror movie, <laughs> you'd get three for $1.50, and it was awesome. Oh, okay. I think I literally started at one end of the rack and went to the other. Yeah, see, that's what I did with movie time. I literally just kept, unless it's something like this with the cover would yeah. pop out at me. Yep. I'd literally just be like, what's that? Elves? Okay. <laughs> you know. I can get the elves. Fuck elves. <laughs> Fuck Dan Haggerty. But you know what I'm saying, though. It just, it didn't yep. matter what the horror movie was. I'd grab it. I got I, suckered into those awesome fucking box cover arts many times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was how I found Dead Pit. That was how I found Metamorphosis. Uh, just because of the covers. Yeah, Dead Pit had the, uh, what, had its the eyes blinked. It blinked, like and it had, it, had that, it had the music to it, too. Mm-hmm. There was another one like that. It was called Breeders. It had, like, yeah. blood goo in it or some shit. Yeah, there was several of them. But Breeders, The Dead Pit, and Metamorphosis are the only three that I've seen in person. Oh, and, then, 
And then you had uh, the 3D covers with Demon Wind and uh, Jack Wind Frost. And, yeah. Those uh, 3D articulated... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, those were really cool. Bubba Hendershot returns from taking a massive poo-poo. <laughs> what the hell's that sign, Bubba? Let's go get it. Fuck you, Judge Reinhold. You go jerk off in the bathroom to Phoebe Cates like you're supposed to. Hey, wait a second, wait a second, man. Hey, wait up. See, it's like the old joke. You can't get there from here. Can't get there from here. <laughs> no, I think there might be a way to get to him. Yeah. Emilio is uh, recast with Kurt Russell, and uh, the chick will be recast with, like, Adria Barbeau circa 1983. <laughs> but, like, I, like, us talking about the bikes, the bikes have been replaced by Xboxes. And yeah. All that stuff now. Uh huh. Because back in the day, that's what you did during yep. the '80s. That's if you were a kid, you rode your bike until the wheels fell off. Literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, speak of the devil! I got cops running on on the fucking TV, and a little kid on his bike just got hit. <laughs> Steven Seagal is in here, is he? He hit a kid on the bike. <laughs> I was just, just wondering if he was giving advice to the kid as oh, the kid no. dying. <laughs> Go towards the light, little Timmy. Oh, man. Which, by the way, since we are talking about, like, if we would remake Maximum Overdrive, I'm hearing a lot of people just poop all over the Poltergeist remake. Who would have guessed? Yeah, me too. I heard it was uh, just kind of cut and paste. Yeah, everybody, Craig. Because I like, uh, I like Sam Rockwell. Yeah, and our buddy Craig Everett Earl was, uh, he went to go see it. And he's, yeah, he's literally sent me a couple of ranting emails of <laughs> Like, you know, like, Tim, tell me what, what to watch to get this out of my mind. There was something else that came out that I kind of wanted to see. I kind of wanted to, if I hadn't hurt my fucking back, I might have. Had I remembered it, I might have went and checked it out just for the show's sake. I heard it was a bad weekend at the box office. I bet Mad Max won it. No, it didn't. Um, that really? Tomorrowland did. Oh, that was the other big one that was, yeah. Yeah, that, that opened up. You ain't beating that big Disney. You know, I was thinking about, uh, Pitch Perfect 2 beating Mad Max. That's just gonna be in like 15, 20 years. Nobody's gonna remember Pitch Perfect and that beating Mad Max at the box office is just gonna be like some piece of trivia. Yeah, because, well, here you go. Uh, guess what beat Mad Max again for a second week in a row? Pitch Perfect? Yep. Jeez. But Mad Max, even though it took in another $24.8 million, <laughs> is now up to 88.26 in the U.S. I believe, I believe, I could be wrong on this, I believe it's approaching 200 million for international. So I told you, international is going to make sure this. It's going to break even almost, I'll bet you. Well, I'm just telling you, international is going to make sure this goes somewhere. They, I certainly that fucking get, hope so. That you get your sequels, but. Yeah. This movie would be so better if it was made in Australia. Cause you know they'd be fucking flipping trucks and. <laughs> Dudes with mohawks would be fucking running around. Yeah, you know what though? Right. I, I just think it. See, my thing is, I just think it would end up 
it would have a different feel to it. It, it really would have a different feel to it. Which, by the way, if we were doing a normal show, I still have it. I bookmarked it. I had a list of we were going to go through. We'll do it next week. 25 great Australian cult films that are worth your time. Oh. And a lot of them I've never fucking heard of. But we'll, we'll talk about that. I've been wanting to see that Road Games, but... I've never seen Road Games. You should do yourself a favor but and Stacey watch Keech, that. Though, baby, he's awesome. Yeah, Stacy Keach, the rich man's uh, William Forsythe. <laughs> but yeah, it, that's a cool flick. Um, but like I said, I just think a Maximum Overdrive, as cool as it sounds, uh, being made in Australia, I just think it would have a whole different feel to it. It wouldn't have the same feel that this one has being made in North Carolina. I just True. think it's a whole different movie. They're going to run into that rat monster from Graveyard Shift down here. Smell, huh? <laughs> <laughs> the one guy just shows up, fucking uh, oh, Steve Machette just shows up. Yes. Hey, guys, what you doing? With the union come knocking. <laughs> Four weeks till the union come knocking. When you'll have some coffee. <laughs> Tastes like shit. Oh man, I'm really starting to fucking hurt just sitting here. It sucks. Oh shit! <laughs> I don't want to be 77. I already feel like I'm 77. It's fucking. This is how it feels. You sound like the way I should sound like, <laughs> and I don't. Well, it sucked because like I, I fucking, my parents had bought a old. They they have a really nice treadmill and they bought another one because dad had a heart attack and he's got to walk and stuff. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And uh, they gave me their old treadmill and I was gonna start using it and losing some weight and shit because. I know my girlfriend wants to lose some weight, and I was like, well, fucking, let's do it. Do something about it. And fucking talk's cheap. And then we were going to start Monday. Nah, not now. Yeah, I was going to say, because that, that's why I was uh, saying I feel better now than when I would turn 30. Like, uh, I was going to say, I just recently, I was, like, stepping on the scale again, and I was under 210 again. And I was like, Wow. It's like I gotta. Still got your three X T-shirts. Four <laughs> X, buddy. Four X. Ridiculous. I'm again. It's the one. One of the many weird things about me, along with my birthday, not owning cell phones. Jim has to have a four X shirt, even though he can easily have an extra one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, because of the recent weight loss that I've had, because like I, I've said it before, at one point I was up to two fifty four. And now that I'm under 210, it's kind of like, eh, I kind of at some point want to try to get under 200. At some point. I'm in no rush. But uh, I will, I, I, I'm making a conscious decision to only get three XL shirts at Horror Realm. Shirt, Joe. <laughs> so what's the deal with Horror Realm, man? What about Horror Realm? So we, you, got, you got a table, Joe's got a table, Dan's got a table. Well, Dan and I are sharing a table, as we usually do, because we pimp out Jagoff Massacre. Mm-hmm. And I try to sell the crap out of Dan's movies and my book. 
Right. I'll, ha- I'll have my book there. T-shirt Joe has a table. There is rumors that Quast will be there because Quast wants to sit just one, as in his own words, Quast wants to sit naked in between our tables. Quast wants to uh, sell his tuna. Yes. <laughs> from the show he's on. Uh, Rick has said he's coming. He's like making plans to be off possibly for the whole weekend. Cool. And the running gag of not only Saturday at my party, but talking to even T-shirt Joe has become, how drunk can we get Kyle? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's not going to take a lot, I'll tell you. Because <laughs> the wife's already said, she's like, just like Kyle, let me know if Kyle's staying here or not. And she's like, remember, she's like, I'm not expecting to see you much, but if you need a ride home, let me know now. <laughs> yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'll come get you too. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. So far, that's what's going on with that thing. Cause like, er, like T-shirt Joe wants to hang out like after the convention. Fuck yeah! And Dan, like, not even watch movies, just hang out. Maybe. Are go you somewhere. running the? Are you running the, the T-shirt or the Tim Gross movie room again or not? It hasn't been said one way or another if there is going to be a movie room since this is more of like. The spring a, show. Yeah, like the spring show has always been, that's what that is. You know what I mean? All movies. Where this is more movies, pop stuff. Yeah, you got Big Bird there for Christ's sake. Yeah, Big Bird's going to be there. So I'm not sure what they're doing exactly there. So it remains to be seen. If it does happen, because that was the one thing my brother said Saturday. My brother's like, he's like, if you are having a movie room, make sure you tell T-Shirt Joe... He has to bring T-shirts for all the movies there again. Because <laughs> the the one time T-shirt Joe was there, we're showing the abomination, and literally after we grabbed cases of beer out of T-shirt Joe's room, I said to Joe, I was like, we're gonna show the abomination." Joe's like, "The abomination? I got some abomination T-shirts. Let's go do a fast customs shirt special." <laughs> and I helped him bring down. A bunch of abomination shirts, and we—I forget the other movies we were playing that night. But he had a bunch of shirts for like the movies I was playing. And well, the abomination—he sold a dozen abomination T-shirts to random people in the VH room. It's abomination. It's great. Yeah, and there was—he—he's like, I sold more abomination shirts. In one night, then I did the whole time I've had the site running. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, and it will never happen again. It was just one of those things. But he was just, he was getting totally hammered, and he's just like, people were like, how much is shirts? Joe would be like, $12. And they're like, I don't got $12. How much you got? Six. Okay, here you go. <laughs> it was one of those things. <laughs> And it just Joe was having a blast. So here comes the character that was screwed out of the Oscar this year, nineteen eighty seven, for best supporting actor, Machine Gun Truck. <laughs> machine gun truck. Love Machine Gun Truck. It fucks this place up like nobody's business. Which for me, Machine Gun Truck, it doesn't look like it has an engine. No, uh, it's just like one of those mud bog army Yeah, like it would be towed. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's something out there, you gotta see this. Fucking spread beaver shots in, in, in there <laughs> for that kid to check out. Jesus. 
wonder if that shit ever got by the censors. Because I remember seeing this a bunch. Yeah, yeah. I I don't... I think... Um, as soon as he opens up the door, if I remember correctly, I think TNT, like, the, you don't see them waking up. You see them coming out as he's going in the door, like, right there. Mm. I remember TNT was good about that stuff. Because I think even Joe Bob Briggs brings it up on one of the Monster Visions. <laughs> oh, Joe Bob. I love that. You got a sandwich on his stomach. This fucking guy is What's that about? Uh, I have like the most angriest fucking hangover ever. Fuck doors. I've always said if I'm at a Dixie boy and this goes down, I just want to do that. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have an engine. Look at that. It it literally it looks like somebody pasted on a steering wheel to be like, yeah, yep, it has an engine. It's a fucking like this rolling platform with a 50 cal. But look at the little bullet box. Like, after it's done yep. shooting in the first ten seconds, it should be out of bullets. Bubba. Of course Bubba drives the Crown Victoria. No, that's a caddy. Oh, that's a caddy, yeah. I guess they found this place and it was shut down and they bought it. And just set decorated it. They were like, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do with it. Oh, yeah, that, that, that doesn't surprise me at all. But like I said, Wilmington, North Carolina, like, you go back in the 80s and check out a, uh, a lot of movies. They were all, like, shot here. Like, for one reason or another, this was a great cheap place for Hollywood to shoot at. Bubba, Bubba's shining moment. He's got a rocket in his back pocket and going to fuck some shit up. No, Bubba. You want a war? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bubba, why'd you have to die? You're one of the greatest characters ever. See, this is almost like there's a part cut out of there. Like, the quips didn't go all very well. Mm hmm. <laughs> nice! I wish Rocco P. Coltrane was one of these side characters stuck in stuck in the Dixie Boy. Like, oh, there's still Flash Duck. Lo I was gonna say, as long as he got Flash in his hand, so I wouldn't care. <laughs> duck Flash are shooting. And I love the gun growls. Mm. Good place to hold up. They got snacks of all kinds, though. Got oh, yeah. snacks in a siege situation. And bubbles. Mm -hmm. Bubbles, snacks, porno. They're set, man. They can they can fucking make a stand here for a long time. No, EG Daily, that's that chick. There you Mark go. Make EG Daily, who is hot as shit. Yeah, she's she's in her fifties now, isn't she? She's still fucking hot. Oh yeah, not denying that. I'm just saying, I believe she's in her fifties now. Sounds like she farted. <laughs> Tell me it wouldn't have been great. <laughs> Fart tracks on every movie should just be a special feature. It's <laughs> like the farting preacher video. It just needs to be fart tracks on every DVD. She gets fucked 
Oh, yeah. Robocop quit fucked up. No, she's a bitch. Fuck <laughs> the Miller truck. But if you pay attention, as she comes out, you can see the squibs she's got under. The vest, yeah. yeah, she got the vest on. I wonder if this is real legit SOS. Who the hell knows? I don't know SOS. What am I, a fucking Cub Scout? I was going to say, what is this, Wind Talkers? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the second DVD I ever bought, and boy, that movie is horrible. Wind Talkers? Yeah, oh, that's fucking terrible. Uh, why did you buy it? You should have bought Maximum Overdrive. I should have. <laughs> should have. You you trying to say you weren't me where your first two DVDs were John Carpenter's The Thing and Leprechaun? No. My first two, v- two DVDs were Wind Talkers and AI. I struck out both times. Oh, my God. But my third DVD ever I bought was Jason X, so. Okay. Okay. The AI. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't buy that one. I got it for free when I bought my DVD player. You get like okay, a, yeah. I remember I was a Cubs. That needs to be Jeffrey Lewis right there. Yes, it does. Which I was watching anywhere, any way uh, you can, or whatever it is, any which, any which way. way but loose. Yeah, I was watching that last night on Real Skin. Some, yeah, some, somehow we need to get a monkey in this movie. <laughs> An orangutan. That's what we need in this fucking movie. But yeah, that would be Jeffrey Lewis, and I was in Cub Scouts for four years and never learned uh, code. Me neither. But day I became a Boy Scout, I quit. (laughs) I had a choice. I could either be a Boy Scout or play baseball. I played baseball. Eh. Way funner. No, I I was done with everything by then. That was about the same time. I played baseball... I actually played baseball with the Cub Scouts for a few years. Nice. Yeah, I played it, baseball all the way up to freshman year. Yeah. Because I, I, and today I can still hit like a son of a bitch. I was a decent fielder, but I could crush that fucking baseball. But uh, I tried out in high school, freshman year, and I had long hair. And the coach said, uh, you're not going to be on my team with long hair. So I said, okay, I'm not going to be on your team and never play baseball ever again. <laughs> but I, I, I still I love going to the batting cages. Nope, I loved softball. <laughs> Even oh. then, I was kind of like, yeah, this should be played with beer. <laughs> yeah, softball really is just baseball for, for with with beer and, yep. and laziness. Ah, that was all me. <laughs> laziness and beer. But yeah, first day of Boy Scouts, they got all religious. I was like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, uh-huh. I was like, okay, fun is done. Because it was, it was a lot of fun. Who's playing the kid in our remake? That's a good question. Phil Fondacaro. Yes. <laughs> We're just not going to mention that he's... Andre Gower. Andre Gatton. He still looks like a kid. Exactly. Of. He's coming to Horror Realm, too. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. Yeah, he, he still looks like a kid, because we had that conversation not too long ago. He's going to wear a Stephen King rules shirt, obviously. Well, he probably has the same one, because he hasn't grown. Right. No, 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 not Andre Gower. We're going to get short round from Temple of Doom. <laughs> he gets about one letter. He's like, what I the lady, those trucks are crazy. 
I think Short Round has grown up. <laughs> Tell all your friends. Man. Yeah. Uncut, wait until I'm putting bowling balls down alleyways in a movie in two years. <laughs> I got the best shit on the East Coast. I don't understand, well, we'll get to it later, but you're going to have to explain to me there. Emilio Estevez in this movie really has a shitty endgame, like, pl- as plans go. Their, their plan to live on the island is pretty terrible. Yeah, but it kind of makes sense. It's basically, he claims there's no electricity there that basically until this blows over. This isn't like a zombie movie where like, hey, we have no choice to live there. But basically, he's his plan is to go there because that's, it sounds like a good idea. Yeah. He has, he's, for no reason at all, he thinks this is going to blow over soon. And even though that explains it in the beginning of the movie that it does, and it takes place, what, over eight and a half days eight, or something? Yeah, like a week or so. Yeah, but, like, for one reason or not, or not like, for, you know, he's, it's never fully explained. He just feels like it that's going to happen. But he has no reason to believe it. So I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. Like, why is he doing that? Comets really fuck up in Earth and in horror movies. They kill everybody in Night of the Comet. They fuck up every mechanical thing in Maximum Overdrive. Well, what's great is like there are vampires in the tales of them. And yeah, I was gonna say what's great is like that guy's played by Ron Jeremy in our movie. (laughs) Uh, This movie and basically Night of the Comet more than Life Force are kind of a product of what was going on in the mid-80s with Haley's Comet. Because mm-hmm. Haley's Comet was coming back around for the first time in 75 Yeah, I remember we, we all went out in elementary school and looked at it. Yeah, it, that was the big thing. And that was kind of like the basis of this movie getting made was because of that. But Night of the Comet beat it by like two and a half years. Do you, th- you think this is a... I think this is a superior movie to Night of the Comet. I love Night of the Comet, though. I was gonna say I don't I can't say it's a superior movie. I think they're two different movies with the same motive. Yeah, it, it, it's hard to compare. Compare. I'll it's, tell you what, though. Now I'm thinking about it. But they this, both intertwine very well. Yeah, this movie screams Shout Factory re-released. Yeah, and this would be something to get together and. Get all these people talking and get them yeah. to do extras. This would be like a feather in your cap if you got this I, to be that. I believe that guy right there never did anything but this movie. The bootleg right. Judge, Judge Reinhold guy. That wouldn't surprise oh, me. Oh, damn. You had a lot of those actors at that time. <laughs> Somebody pat tracked down Pat Hinkle for the commentary track, dead. please. God damn it. We'll get the I'm not sure. I will look him up to make sure, but... Honestly, I think he's dead, dude. Jerry Reed plays that guy in the Jerry hat. Reed's dead. I know, but Jerry Reed's still <laughs> hologram. I hologram know, Jerry he's gonna Reed. play him anyhow. <laughs> hologram Jerry Reed's gonna be in our movie. Yeah, that's great. I know he's dead, but hey, he's gonna play him anyhow. 
Yep, died 2009, Pat Hinkle. Shit. Pat Whoa, Hinkle died at the age of 84, the almost did 200 movies. Well, I'm going to look up your dude, Curtis. His name is John Short. And he did, uh, actually, he's done like 43 things here. Son of a bitch. Um, he has worked quite often on Broadway. He's in stuff like ER, Boston Legal, The West Wing. But, uh, like recent movies. He was Nothing in I've Christ- seen that said, oh my god, there's that guy from Magic. Yeah, Marvel like there. he was in Christmas with the Cranks. Um, Ransom, Mel Gibson, Apollo 13. Well, maybe I was wrong. He's in Digstown as Corny Buster Robbins. Fuck yeah, Digstown. And I do not, yeah, I was gonna say, I do not remember him in that. Neither do I, but Digstown fucking rules. Luke God, that's a fucking Chappie Sinclair joint. Take a guess what his next movie was after Maximum Overdrive. I have no idea. He was in a fine mess. Do you remember that? The, but title only. It, the Blake Edwards movie, Ted Danson, Howie Mandel. No. Yeah, he was in that movie. He was like an assistant director, who, a guy who played an assistant director in the movie. I'm not sure I've ever seen that. Yeah, it's decent. Why should they? Who's Better the black guy here? You gotta look him up. I'm gonna see. Okay. Because that guy's super familiar also. Uh, Frankie Fajon? Fajon? Fajon! Yeah, he was, I remember that. He was in Silence of the Lambs and Hannibal. He's the, where I knew. He's fucking Bert, or what's his name? Ola. Uh, yeah. Uh, he keeps Lecter. Yes. His buddy. He is, he is Nurse Barney. He's Barney. Barney, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, That's he's, oh my him. god, he's been in. Everything. Yeah, like TV and and movies, just in general, like, he's gotten around and he's still doing, he's got like three things in post-production right now. Oh shit, here you go, in Chud. Oh, Chud! He was in Chud, Exterminator 2. Oh, oh man! Sergeant Hart Manhunter. He was in Cat People. Permanent Vacation. Free Jack. Of course he was. <laughs> yes, that's where I remember. The Stupids. He was in the Stupids. I love the Stupids. No, but dude, he's the landlord in Coming to America. Oh shit. That makes so much sense. Yeah. How do these people get so fucking tired from just pumping gas? Because <laughs> they, like, they like just ran the Boston Marathon here. Because it's 105 degrees, supposedly. Heat stroke. He's got a bad. Supposedly. Mad Max can do it. Come on, Emilio. He could be out there in the sun all day. What the fuck's your problem, pussy? Let's see what Deke is doing. His name is Halter Graham. He was born in 72... He was best known, they literally put on their best known for Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> the kid? Yeah, and Hairspray. Ooh. From 1988. He was in Offspring. He was in Offspring. No shit. Yeah, in 2009. 
but that's a Jeff Burr joint, isn't it? Uh, no, this is the one that I always get that mixed up with from a whisper to a scream. Also. Yeah, this is the Jack Ketchum one. Yeah. No, I was even getting that movie wrong. I thought it was the other Offspring movie. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. But yeah, like his dude hasn't done a whole lot. He's basically done video game voice work. Even it's like here it goes. Pop him in the ankle for a remark like that. That fucking gun should just. I I love that their filming locations is North Carolina Film Studios, Wilmington, North Carolina, USA. Then it says one other one, Ontario, Canada, and in parentheses, license plates. (laughs) (laughs) It was the only thing that was done there. (laughs) R.I.P. Machine gun truck. Butts. I ain't never seen a hero with his ass in the air like that. Talking to Young Guns actor here, lady. Fuck you. Yeah. You're talking to Billy the Kid. Those are two movies I never liked. What, the Young Guns movies? Yeah, never. Never got into them. I did like Lou Diamond Phillips' character, though. That guy was awesome. Yeah. I, I just, that movie it, I was never into. enjoyed them, but when... The longer it got away from those, I didn't care. Yeah. It's, it, it just... I, again, product of our time. Lisa Simpson, an alumni of one of the greatest movies ever made, The Legend of Billie Jean. Yeah. See, now here's where it kind of gets off the rails. Like, there's not really a climax of this movie. Yeah, I know what you're just saying. Leave and that's it. Shoot some guns. Yeah, but that was their big thing. You, they, once they, you know, I mean, honestly, this movie, it, it takes place in one location, what, 75, 80% of the movie? Oh, yeah. And it's this truck stop. So you, I mean, it's only a matter of time. That is, that is the climaxes. You're waiting for the trucks to destroy this place. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that, that's kind of like... It's still this is pretty anticlimactic, but still it's pretty great. Yeah, oh yeah. I love the explosion at the end because it's very like super Hollywood pyro explosion. Oh yeah. It blows up like six different places twice. It's great. It's like, yep, we got nine cameras in yeah. place. <laughs> Probably the second greatest explosion ever. The first being uh, Reggie's house from Phantasm 2. Phantasm 2, yeah. <laughs> I was watching that the other night. The house explosion is fucking great. The house explosion that could or could not have killed Angus Grimm. Yeah. <laughs> As they had to film it perfectly, and Angus Grimm has, like, second-degree burns on his back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't even flinch, because he's a fucking man. Oh, yeah. He didn't flinch. Meanwhile, the whole backside of him is on fire because somebody <laughs> decided they were blowing up a city instead of a house.
little Kellogg <laughs> cereal boxes and memory does. They're growling again. That's fucking <laughs> boom! And again! Yes! Yeah, that one is kind of like, yep, we're putting this in. <laughs> and this is I live, and that's just, that's that's just the shot of the actors. Hey, stand over here. We're gonna drive down the road, film this other scene tonight. Here, you just get to watch us blow the fuck out of this. That would have been great, though, man. Oh, yeah. Awesome to see. Because that's when all the actors turn into, like, one of us, and they're just like, I want to see this. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> totally sticking around as they're doing it, like, four in the morning. I'm staying up for that shit. Oh, God, I got to get up for a minute. Here in a second. Oh, fuck it. But again, like I said, that's the whole premise of this is like in Billy the Kid has no clue that this is going to blow over. Mm-mm. This is just this is his plan. There's that there's that plane. <laughs> Fuck up the school bus. That's great. That's, that's, I don't remember that at all. That's awesome. That shit doesn't get done now. <laughs> why, why was that not filmed? That would have been the best. That doesn't get done now. <laughs> Too many people would have been like, that's wrong. I'm offended by that. What's that fat guy got? He's got like some old school British fucking single shot. <laughs> what the fuck? That's the kind of gun the dungeon master uses. That's like a grease gun from some jail person made that. It looks like it looks like uh, Bruno like, Mattei gave him a gun. It's like a little zip gun. <laughs> yeah. Burger lean. <laughs> I don't need uh, it's official. My dog's checked out. She's not interested in this movie anymore. <laughs> Either that or she's going to go, shit. <laughs> yeah! Fucking oh ice cream truck. Twisted Metal's coming. Come sweet juice. <laughs> I like to act like some little kids can be hanging in it. <laughs> Pretty impressive flip. Yeah. I like how he shoots it. He shoots it with the whole clip. It doesn't do anything. She shoots it with three bullets and all of a sudden <laughs> it's exploding. That's it right there. That's the one I was thinking about. Well, we better hurry up. Let's get in line. No, it's not. <laughs> it's bitch black. Fuck you. Is, 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 that's just such a great shot. It looks like Crystal Lake or something. Mm hmm. I love this. This is just the topper of the film right here. <laughs> Truck sneaks up on people. <laughs> it's the biggest ring in the fucking world. Oh, yeah. See, I don't even remember this guy as an extra. <laughs> oh, he's been in it. Has he? Yeah. I just remember Jerry Reed and bootleg uh, Ron Jeremy and the black guy. Yeah. 
There's your stinger music again. Love that. Oh, fucking so good. I like how the animation's like starting already. Yeah, yeah I love the, I love how the flames are already hitting this. Nope. It, you clearly can see the rocket is on a string. <laughs> yeah. But I just, I, it's the only movie I've ever seen or watched where there is fireworks already going to the truck before it's ever even being yep. shot. That's some Bruno Mattei shit right there. I wish this had like a big Italian ripoff genre based on it. It would have been great. <laughs> I do like this song, though. It's a good song. Just because it reminds me of this fucking awesome movie. Oh, yeah. But like I said, I just always felt like this made a perfect double bill with Night of the Common. Right? Yeah. I think I know everything's going to be all right. <laughs> what? <laughs> Stephen King for you right there. There's a UFO and, and weather satellite and shit that's whatever. Russian weather satellite, which tells you, like, when this was... Yep. You know what? Oh, Lisa Simpson. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jugs. <laughs> Holy shit, are you seeing what I'm seeing? The Lamborghini? No. Damn, I got some ab commercial with chick with... Oh, no, I got some dude talking about his Lamborghini. Oh, fuck that guy. So there it was. Yep. Maximum Overdrive. A true uh, classic. Does what? it tell you next is Better Off Dead, 1985? No. Yeah, it doesn't mind. <laughs> fuck Better Off Dead. I, I want uh, the other one. What, the Hitcher? No, no, no. Um, fuck, the one I like better than... Better Off Dead is awesome, but I like the one with Akak. Ak oh, One Crazy Summer. One Crazy Summer, yeah. I like that just a little bit more because of Bobcat. But what does Tim Gross give Maximum Overdrive? I Dude, I give Maximum Overdrive four stars. It's a yep. great movie. I give it 100 million stars. 100,000 million uh, Green Goblin heads. Yes. So so next week, what is... What are you doing next week? Some rollerblade crap? Rollerblade warriors taken by force. And we're also going to do what we didn't do this week. Yes. What did you pick? Shocking Dark? Shocking Dark, directed by Vincent Don. Sure. A.K.A. Bruno Mattei. Yes. And I am going to cover Ricochet and Virtuosity. So it's a... I believe I've seen Virtuosity in the theater, and I think that was the last time I seen Virtuosity. Oh man, it's fucking nuts! Like, I'm I'm going away from this Donald Pleasance kick, and I'm getting into the uh, whole virtual reality is gonna change the world flicks. Mm -hmm. Kinda like, like, Lawnmower Man's next, Ghost in the Machine, <coughs> shit like that. So, yeah, we'll be back to the regular shit next week. Hopefully my butt will hurt less and I can sit more and yeah hopefully shit doesn't I don't know I got some pills I'm off work this week so I'm just gonna 
Hope the sciatic nerve fucking passes. But I hope you enjoyed our substitute show. And next week we got a bunch of shit, so we got to pimp, Tim. Uh, of course, you can always find me here at Bloodbass and Boomsticks. Uh, of course, grossmoviereviews.com, where you could see me watching Rollerblade Warriors taken by force and finding other random uh, independent horror movies, which I watched one today called Butchered that had bootleg Kurt Angle and uh, had another bootleg guy in it, too. So. Bootleg Kurt Angle? I feel like real Kurt Angle's not that hard to get. <laughs> He's not. Oh, God. He's in The Witch Hunter. But uh, that's pretty much where you can find me, grossmoviereviews.com and uh, Bloodbaths and Boomsticks. And plus, you can always buy my new book, The Wrath of Gross, at lulu.com. Uh, you can follow me at JSB underscore Boomsticks on the Twitter. And like our Facebook pages, Bloodbaths and Boomsticks is all you have to search. Our website is www.bloodbasspodcast.blogspot.com. And my dog is clawing the shit out of my arm saying that she has to go to the bathroom. So we're out of here, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with the regular show.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.